This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. This is News Talk 980 CKNW. And just after 5 o'clock and another lovely evening back with another edition of the Employment Hour. As always, the number to call in, you have concerns, questions uh, today, 604-280-9898 or star 9898. On your cell phone, it is always the severancepaycalculator.com. You want to find out what your severance really should be. We'll get to that in much more detail as the hour progresses. Leori, always start with a cool little segment we call The Week That Was. Some cases, some stuff you've been working on at the firm that might have some uh, relevant uh, information and feedback for our listeners tonight. What's going on, pal? Hey, thanks, John. And we're going to do the exact same thing today. We're going to talk about workplace law, employment law, We're going to talk about everything that uh, our listeners need to know if they have a job, if they want a job, if they lost their jobs, if they have problems. Maybe you didn't have a good week and you're driving home or uh, you're uh, sitting on the couch reflecting on the week and there wasn't a good week. Something happened and you want to know, hey, wait a second, was that right? Could my employer do that? Well, no wonder. No wonder anymore. Give us a call right now. We're here to 6 o'clock to answer all those questions. So let's talk about it. And by the way, John, I think you've noticed that about half the people that call us on the show actually are not even calling about themselves. They're calling about their friend, their, their father, their yep. wife. So, yep. hey, if your friend has an issue, give us a call. Maybe you can help them out. Uh, don't be bashful. Don't be shy. And to get us started and warmed up, we're going to start off with two matters that I saw over the past uh, few days that, uh, that came across my desk, John. Uh, first, Matt, I'll tell you about involved a gentleman who worked uh, for a company for many, many years as a salesperson, uh, made pretty good income, and uh, he was one of those people that was 100% commission. So all his compensation was based on commission. Uh, recently, the company, though, was sold, new owners came in, and the new owners decided to change the compensation structure for the salespeople. What they did, John, is they decided to, instead of making 100% commission, they decided to reduce commission significantly and instead of it, add a guaranteed base salary. So you have base, a base plus commissions. Base yeah. plus commissions. Right. Now, on the face of it, that doesn't sound bad, and that's what I asked the individual. Well, is this bad for you? If this had happened last year, how would this have impacted your compensation? Well, what he said is if this had happened last year, I would have made about 35% less money because I was making so, such uh, good commissions uh, that uh, this reduction, even with the base salary, I would have taken a huge pay cut. Well, in this situation, John, what I told them is, no, you cannot be put in a situation where you have to take a 35% pay cut. That's just not on. So what does that mean? That means that this change is what we call a constructive dismissal. Your employer doesn't have a right to change your compensation this way, even though they potentially were trying to do something good by giving you some sort of a guarantee. To the extent that you now you're making less money, or even if you have potential to make less money, that's a significant change to the terms of employment, and you don't have to accept it. So for this person, he doesn't want to take that pay cut. He want, he would rather leave with compensation. And after all the years that he's worked there, he's probably looking at about 18 months pay, a significant amount of severance. So so that's what we're going to do. And there's a very important lesson there for our listeners. Your employer can't mess with your compensation. They can't reduce it. They can't change the structure. They can't take something away. Uh, If they do that, you have rights. And one of those rights is to treat your employment as being constructively uh, terminated and leave with severance. 
the prom john we've said this before once you open that door to changes in compensation well guess what that door is wide open now they can happen again and again and again so you don't want to let an employer if you can avoid it change the terms of your compensation change the amount of income that you earn because if you do that you're going to be prone to situations where it can happen again and at that time when it does happen again you won't be able to do anything john that's a pretty bad thing and I guess as a bit of a side note to this one, you mentioned it was a new employer that took over. They would have to recognize previous years of service, yeah? Absolutely. Yeah. A lot of people get very nervous and upset when a business is sold, and I get that completely. But the general rule is when a business is sold, if you continue working, you're not starting at zero. Your employment simply continues on from that point. Uh, and that means your uh, seniority gets recognized. That's very valuable if you're ever let go. You're going to get severance based on your total uh, total seniority, John. 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on cell. What else you got going on? So a second matter I'll tell you about involved a, a gentleman that, that called me. Uh, uh, he is an older gentleman. He was 63 years old and worked for a company, a fairly senior position. Everything goes went well, except fairly recently over the past year or so, his employer has been starting to drop some significant hints that he should be retiring this hmm. person. So it started with some questions and comments as to when uh, he's going to retire, does he plan to retire, and it escalated to the point that the boss was now leaving brochures for him on his desk about retirement, about government plans that are available for retirement, about RRSPs, and this was a constant thing, and he didn't want to retire, and he asked his boss to stop. It stopped for about a month, and then it started again. And he called me because he said, it's getting to the point now, it's just unreasonable. Every other day I have to deal with questions, comments, articles, what do I do here? Well, John, being treated this way, when you're telling your employer to stop, your employer is essentially telling you you, you should be considered to, you should consider leaving. That could be a constructive dismissal as well. That's harassment. You're being harassed. And potentially, that's a human rights matter as well, John. Your employer cannot be suggesting that you're too old to work. So if your employer is telling you you're too old or you should be retiring or even pushing you to retire, they cannot do that. So this gentleman now is considering whether he wants to take it or whether he wants to leave with severance and, and, and get his employer to pay him what, his owe, uh, what he owes him and potentially pursue human rights matters as well. So, hey, uh, remember, employers, you cannot let make people retire. You cannot ask them or bug them about it. Uh, if you do that, uh, there's potential liability. It's always nice when your boss starts leaving, you know, vacation brochures. And have you ever tried Cuba? Possibly take a flight here. <laughs> you're like, Dude, come on. Yeah, can't do that. Not, just yeah. not on, John. And, and yeah. this, can you imagine articles being left on your desk? Come on. <laughs> well, what happened to being subtle? Really? Yeah. There's no subtlety there whatsoever. None. We'll get to our uh, first call again, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on cell. Got uh, Bobby on the line. Hey, Bob, how you doing? Oh, not bad. Are you uh, talking to me from uh, South Surrey? Yes, sir. We're talking to you. How are you? Oh, hey, guess what? I uh, I have a degree in commerce. I graduated from 1973, and I worked 10 years for the federal federal government in Vancouver. Um, and uh, when in 1982, with a can it was Canada Post, Western Postal Region. I'll try and cut this short. But in '82, uh, Canada Post went to Crown Corporation. Uh, and they hired a bunch of henchmen, of my humble opinion, and they were getting rid of dead wood, and I, and I was one of them. I got a, I was 10 years, I got a buyout, but I lost my superannuation that the post office was kept contributing, Western Postal Region. Right. 
and, and like, we're talking 84. Um, so I, I it, it wasn't a total hatch, um, backstabbing, but it was, it was kind of, I had to go into a dark room. Don't talk to anybody about this. And, and then you don't go to any more picnics or any, uh, you don't, you don't talk to anybody about it. Right. So I took my money and I ran. Uh, what do you think? That well, was 1984? Yeah. That's when Ghostbusters came out. <laughs> <laughs> well, before I was reading The Wire, John Belushi had passed away. I, right. I, you know, I got, exactly. I, I, part of the problem was I got into doing Shakespeare and stuff, and uh, uh, that was interfering with my career path. But I had the BCom. I kept getting pressured to take Certified General Accounting courses. Right. You know, CPA. Okay. They used every, uh, you know, but, but they were they were trying to get rid of, rid of well, it. Well, Bob, you know? I mean, obviously you were owed compensation. Uh, given the fact that this was uh, 30-somewhat years ago, obviously it would be too late to do anything about it. It, it. You know, depending on your age, position, length of employment, uh, you may have been owed additional amounts. But at the end of the day, you know, it is what it is. We moved on. But a lot of people that are in, in, in Bob's situation and that their employment is ending right now or has ended recently, you need to make sure that this is all done properly because as we've said on the show, John, over 90% of people, when they're let go, they're not getting anywhere near what they're owed. All right? That's wrong. So don't let that happen to you. Maybe it happened to Bob 30-somewhat years ago. He can't do anything about it. But if you lost your job, you can do something about it now. Give us a call. Give me a call at the office. Let's deal with it. And again, that two-year limitation is what we're looking at here. So uh, post-haste, get on it, right? Post-haste, yes. Yeah. If, if it happened when uh, Ghostbuster was still in the theaters, you're probably That's too right. late. Uh, but other than that, yeah, let, let's chat about it. Give me a call. We'll take a uh, short break here. We'll get into workplace harassment and the uh, severance pay calculator. The calls, as always, drop them in. We'd love to talk to you. 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on sale. You want to get a hold of the firm anytime, Vancouver Employment Lawyers. Lots more of the employment uh, employment hour coming right up here on News Talk 980 CKNW. Pro, pro. And back we go. 604-280-9898 is the number. Star 9898 on cell if you prefer. We'll get to the severance pay calculator here in uh, just a few minutes. Give me more details on that one. First uh, on the line's got uh, Patty. Good evening, Patty. How are you? Hi there. What's your concern? My concern is actually um, I had a friend and myself in the last couple of years it's about being written up by your employer Mm -hmm. and you have a letter and your employer gives you a time for two weeks, three weeks in order to, you know, change things according to what they want you promise, you sign it you actually meet those requirements and they say great, things are fabulous, okay let's carry on Six months later, same thing happens, and they actually let you go. But you've already resolved the problem, and there isn't any reason to be letting you go. They just haven't closed the door of that letter. And what I'm wondering is, when someone has been written up for the first time, after they have actually... um, moved forward and everybody is in agreement that that is no longer an issue, should the employer be issuing another letter saying, thank you, Patty, you know, you've done really well, and so this is no longer an issue, so it's null and void. So, excellent question, Patty, and I'm glad you asked it because a lot of our listeners may find themselves in similar situations. So, So let me answer it as best I can. If your employer wants to use that warning 
uh, that issue as, as grounds for cause. In other words, as a way to let you go without compensation, without severance. Well, guess what? They have to do a lot more work. They would have to give you a second letter, another final warning, potentially even a suspension before they can ever be in a situation where they can actually consider letting you go for cause. Now, on the other hand, if they're willing and inclined to let you go without cause, i.e. with severance, they can do that really almost for any reason, even if you've done nothing wrong, even if they weren't issuing another letter, but they have to pay full, full severance. So, Patty, in your situation, did your employer pay severance? Actually, yes, they did. They were quite nice to me, which I was very surprised about. So that actually told me that they were just trying to pay me off to get me out of there. Well, let's talk about that, Patty. How long did you work there for? year and a half. year and a half. And what kind of a job? What were you doing there? Um, Management role in international education. Okay, good. And, And, Patty, how old are you? 59. So someone in your situation would be owed right around four months compensation, four to five months compensation. Uh, what, what? Did they, what did they pay you or what they offer you? Uh, um, <clears throat> okay. Um, they offered me one month and they offered to pay for my medical um, receipts that I had not submitted up to that point. Well. Patty, unfortunately, this employer was not being nice to you. Uh, In fact, that would be a wrongful dismissal. That's about a quarter of what you were owed. Uh, First, a couple of questions. When did this happen? Last January. Okay, and here's the second question. I think I already know the answer, uh, but I'm assuming you signed off on on the severance offer. Yeah, I had to. Yeah, no, I understand. And, and unfortunately, because of that, we can't go back. But the problem in this scenario that you've described is not even so much the, the warning or the performance issue, is the severance. There's the fact that they owed you more severance, four times or so more than what they've owed you, yeah. or what they paid you. Uh, and um, we can't go back because you signed. But that, that's the unfortunate part. And, and I'm really sorry to be the, the kind of the breaker of bad news here. Uh, but you were owed significantly more. Uh, and but there's a lesson there, John, for our listeners. There, yeah. uh, just like Patty, they may find themselves in a situation where they're let go, and they feel potentially that the employer is being fair and reasonable. Exactly. Well, well guess what, John? Uh, as as Patty just found out, not only were they not reasonable, it wasn't even close. And this would have been so easy to resolve had she sought legal advice. And I'm not faulting her at all for not. Most people don't because they don't know any better. Uh, hopefully our listeners, people listening to us right now, are going to know any better. They're going to know to get that advice. They're going to know not to uh, accept less than their owed. Very bad situation to be in. And they will check out severancepaycalculator.com. That would have come up with the exact same number for Patty had she checked it uh, now, or even then if she goes to check it while we sit here and idly chat. We'll get to a uh, another call. Bob, how are you? Not bad. Uh, I have a question about where I used to work. Sure. Yep. Yeah, I got fired about six years ago. It was a tour bus company, and uh, I let it lapse. You know, like I didn't complain until about one or two days were left in the time I could complain, which was six months. And I wondered if I'd still. Is there any statute of limitations on it? Could I yeah. complain further or not? So there's a two-year statute of limitation, Bob. When when you're let go, uh, you can pursue the matter up to two years. So unfortunately, in your situation, having lost your job six years ago, you're out of time. Uh, Were you part of a union? No, we were non-union. Yeah, so so you would have been able to pursue it. How long did you work there for? 
Uh, off and on, 12 years. So uh, if you were let go, probably even not knowing much, you, anywhere from 10 to 12 to 14 months pays what you would have been owed. I'm assuming you didn't get that? I got nothing. Uh, another tour bus company called me a couple of days later and said, before you go to another company, give us a call. Right. I got hired by a, a rival company. Okay. All right. Well, okay, it, it is what it is. Uh, so hopefully you, you continued working and life was good. Uh, but again, if you're in that situation, just like uh, Bob now and Patty before, you lose your job, you get advice. Those are uh, great examples as to why you have to do that. 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell phone uh, this afternoon. Ted, how are you? Oh, I'm doing good. How you doing? Good, man. What's, uh, what's your concern tonight? Well, it's not really a concern, but um, I'm just curious if uh, if I was to get laid off and collect severance, am I still eligible for employment insurance? Great question, Ted, and the answer is yes, you are, once the severance runs out. So, for example, let's say you get eight-month severance. I'm just using that as an example. Once yeah. that severance runs out, if you're still unemployed but otherwise looking for work, yes, you qualify or, or you would start getting EI at that point. You should apply for EI as soon as you lose your job, even if you're getting severance. You're not actually going to start getting paid while there is severance. You can't have severance and EI for the same period of time, but you will get the EI once uh, the severance runs out. Did you recently lose your job, Ted? No, no, it's totally irrelevant to me. I was just curious. Yeah, no, so you can, you, you, you can get it, but not at the same time. It would start after uh, severance runs out. That's what I thought. Thanks, Ted. Okay. Thanks, Ted. I appreciate the call. And again, this hammers home the point all the time. You have to call you or check out the severancepaycalculator.com because Patty, you know, bless her heart, was convinced. And you know what? I don't want to, I don't want to boast, but they were really good to me. Yeah. Her and, words, but, Johnny, they were generous. Yeah. And they got 25 cents on the dollar. Yeah. And, That's exactly what it was. I, I hear that often. Oftentimes people call me about other issues. They call right. me because they, they have a, qu- a question about their record of employment or about the EI as our previous caller. And not realizing that they may be owed tens of thousands of dollars uh, in, in severance. So, you know, really important stuff. That's why we, we, we hammer this point because we want our listeners to spread the word as well. We want them to tell their friends, their family, if you lost your job, if you think your employer, employer is generous, hey, I hope they are. But you got to find out. you got to call me. you got to use the severance calculator. Uh, no excuses not to do that. Short break. More of your calls. Love having you uh, come on the air. Give us a call, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on cell. You need to get a hold of email. It's Lior, L-I-O-R, at employmenthour.com. And as always, rather, the website, VancouverEmploymentLawyers.ca. Lots more of the Employment Hour coming right up. This is News Talk 980, CKNW. As always, your phone calls keep us fueled here, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on cell, Lior, L-I-O-R, at employmenthour.com. We'll get right back into it here, brother. we got uh, Greg on the line. Hey, Greg, good evening. How are you? Excellent. How are you? I'm good. Uh, I have a question for your gentleman there, and I'm not sure um, if I understood it correctly. Um, I went on vacation, and on the day I got back, I was let go after a year and a half of employment and they um they paid me one month severance which i thought i didn't know that you could get more and i thought that was pretty kind of them am i entitled to more so let let me ask you a couple questions greg so uh, you're just a year and a half what kind of a job what were you doing i was an estimator estimator all right and how old are you greg i'm i would i was 60 at that time 
So, yes, Greg, you certainly were owed more, probably around four months' pay, uh, easily four months' pay. It could be slightly higher than that. Uh, and uh, how long ago was this? About four months ago. And huh? uh, did you sign off on the uh, that one-month offer? I did not. Okay. Well, there, that's, that's the good news. Unlike our previous caller who unfortunately did sign off, if you did not sign off, Greg, then yes, you are owed more, probably about four times more than that. Uh, uh, so where are things right now? They offered you a month, or did they just pay you the month's pay? No, they just said they did when when they let me go. They just uh, um, uh, gave me a month severance and kept my medical going, my benefits going for six months. Right, and that was and that was it. So the good news is, yes, you absolutely can uh, and and should. Uh, go for your full entitlements. Again, this is what the law says you should have. I don't decide that. I wish I did. I don't. Mm. So here's what you need to do, Greg. That You need to give me a call off air. Johnny will give you the number here in a second. The good news is this is going to be very easy to resolve. It's going to take a letter from me, and that should resolve it and get you the additional compensation that you're owed here. Uh, so let's not let's not sit on it. I'm glad that I can I can help you. So let's connect after after the weekend, and let's get this resolved. Okay, very good. And, and that after um, someone's going to give me your your name and number. Yeah, I'll give it to you right now. As a matter of fact, Greg, the uh, the number here is six zero four two eight three thirty one twenty three. Again, six zero four two eight three thirty one twenty three. And it's Lior L I O R at employmenthour dot com. You guys will contact for sure and connect after the show. Mentioned it several times through the uh, through the show already. Lior, let's get to it. Severance pay calculator. Everybody tonight so far should be looking at this tool. Yeah, so so the, you know we just had a call and we had several calls, people asking about severance, about how much they're owed. Some some for some of them it was too late. Some of them like our last caller, uh, Greg, uh, we can still help them. So if you want to know how much you're owed, you know we're only on air here uh, on Sunday, but if you want to know on Tuesday how much you're owed, for example, well what do you do? You go to severancepaycalculator.com. Again, severancepaycalculator.com. That's it. It's a tool that I created that allows anyone to find out how much severance they're owed, the right, the proper amount. You All you do when you get there is you input your age, your position, and the length of your employment. That's it. There's drop-down menus. You, you pick the one that applies to you, and you're done. It's going to tell you whether you're owed a month's pay, six months' pay, 24 months' pay, or anything else. It's easy. It's free. It's anonymous. You don't need to put your name. You can just, you know, you want to find out how much your neighbor would get if he was like, oh, you could do that as well. So make it the very first place you go to if you lost your job, if you're curious uh, about uh, what would happen if you did lose your job. Tell others about it, severancepaycalculator.com. And you want to talk to us here tonight on the air until uh, 6 o'clock tonight, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. Let's get into this talk uh, topic, and uh, we haven't uh, covered it tonight, haven't had a call about it, but uh, you get lots, and that's workplace harassment. What exactly is workplace harassment? John, workplace harassment is one of the the things, one of the topics that uh, I get calls about all the time. I really do. And in fact, it seems like every year it's more than that. I've been doing this for 15 years, and it seems like every year this issue comes up more and more. People that are being mistreated, they're being harassed, they're not being, uh, they're they're in a poison work environment. And, and sometimes these things can get serious. It can get a, like a, uh, it can become a really big deal. People often go on medical leaves because they're mis- being mistreated and they can't take it. Can you imagine, John, if you're being mistreated every day and you still have to keep coming into work and, and do your job, 
that's going to wear on you eventually. And a lot of individuals end up going on medical leaves because of that. That's a bad thing. So we're going to try to talk over the next little while about workplace harassment, what it is, and, and how we deal with it. Now, in terms of what is actually workplace harassment, well, workplace harassment is a very broad term, and it really encompasses any type of conduct in the workplace that is unwelcome. Any type of conduct that, if I were to look at objectively, I would say that's inappropriate. That's not something that someone should be subjected to. So it could be demeaning comments. Uh, it could be disrespect. It could be being excluded from uh, meetings. It could be, uh, obviously, you know, it could be physical. Uh, it could be uh, when someone's putting you down. So it's a very, very broad term. So really the question, when you need to ask, am I being harassed? The question is, if someone were to look at it from the outside objectively, would they look at this and th- they and say this is inappropriate? If they if the answer is yes, then that is workplace harassment. I know you get calls all the time because you know you're a central hub to deal with this stuff. But how common is it in a typical workplace? It is very common uh, in workplaces because we're dealing with people, human nature. Sometimes people don't interact well with each other. Sometimes people don't have good bedside manners, and sometimes people just don't get on. So I see this very often. Uh, it's it's a very common situation. It's not just you know uh, a guy thing or a girl thing. I, I, we see it all the time. Younger employees, older employees, senior, junior. So it is a common situation. So if you're now struggling and, and, and a victim of workplace harassment, you're not alone. This is a common issue. But the good thing is, John, the law does provide some good remedies, and we'll talk about that. This, this might sound like an obvious question, but maybe the answer won't be, and that is, is it more common with men or women, or is there no difference? You know, I, I would have thought, you know, if, if, I, if I wasn't doing this every day and then you just picked me off the street and asked me, is it more common with men or women? I would say it's probably more common with, with women, but it's not. I see right. this with men, men being victims of harassment. It's just as, as prevalent with both. So because of that, you know, you shouldn't feel that, hey, if I'm a guy, I shouldn't be feeling this way. Nonsense. If you're in a poison work environment, men, women, older, younger, it doesn't matter. Uh, it's inappropriate, and the law provides remedies. 604-280-9898 to call in tonight or star 9898 on your cell phone. And I uh, got Richard on the line. Good evening, Richard. How are you? I'm good. How are you? We're uh, we're excellent. What's your uh, what's your concern? Uh, actually, I was calling because uh, my son just left with the Canadian military, and um, when he left back in January, they quoted him fifteen or sixteen thousand dollars was going to be uh, set aside for his pension, and he was wondering whether or not he would be able to transfer that over to another job. Anyway, that didn't come to fruition. So when he goes to uh, to have that money switched over to an RRSP. It's now uh, in the neighborhood of 11,000, so, you know, 30-plus percent of that disappears in a period of uh, six months or so. Um, any suggestions? Now, where was the 15,000 that you talk about outlined? Where, where did that figure come from? Well, that's, uh, like I said, when he left the military, so, so I'm obviously a second-hand information, but he said he got, uh, he was advised that that would be... Uh, uh, somewhere the amount would be somewhere in that ballpark. So I mean, it, it's tough to say in this situation because it's possible that the person that that gets, tell them told them that gave them the wrong information or didn't know any better. I would start off in this situation by asking the question, asking the people there. I, I understood this is going to be fifteen thousand. Can you show me how those amounts uh, were calculated? They're going to have a breakdown. They're going to have some sort of a uh, a way to show what the amounts are and how they were accrued and how it was calculated. And, and that's the only way to know if it's appropriate. So it's not 
important so much what the other person said because he may not have had any idea what it needs to be. It's about you know were they putting a percentage in towards the pension? If if so, what the what was that percentage and were they putting it in consistently? That's really what we need to know. So I, I would start off by asking the question: Show me how this amount was calculated. Show me why it's eleven thousand, and that that way you'll know whether or not that there's something wrong here or not. Richard, appreciate your call. And to anyone else, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on cell, severancepaycalculator.com. If you want to know what your severance offer should be worth or you're just wondering if it ever came down the pike that you got let go, how much it should be. We're talking about workplace harassment. Okay, uh, men and women, probably fairly equal at this point. So how does the law deal with that harassment? Well, first of all, the one thing I want everyone to understand is that if, if you're suffering from workplace harassment, someone's mistreating you, it doesn't matter if you're if it's your, your boss, if it's a coworker, you don't have to just suffer. All right? You don't have to just suffer in peace. You can do something and you should do something. You owe it to yourself to do something about it, and the law says you can. So what I want people to do in, in most situations, if they're victims of harassment, to try initially to deal with it internally. So I would go talk to the boss, to a manager, to the HR person if there is one, uh, and, and tell them what's happening. Tell them exactly what the issue is. And by the way, I want you to document that you've done that. I want you to have a record, an email somewhere where you've documented, yes, that on, on July 18th, I went and I spoke to the HR person about the harassment from Bob. I want that document. And if you do that, then you can you have even a further recourse. The law says that once you've raised the harassment issue with your employer, they're legally required. They're legally obligated to uh, to deal with it. So that's what I want you to do. And if, of course, that doesn't work, then we can go to step number two. But step number one always is to try to deal with it internally, John. Again, the number uh, to get a hold of Lior directly, 604-283-3123. What should an employer do if they receive harassment complaint? An employer now. Yeah. So, so, for, so now let's switch our hats and put our employer hat on. If you're an employer, an employee comes to you and says, I'm being harassed, I'm being mistreated, the first thing you do is you take it seriously, okay? You, gone are yeah. the days when you can say, boys will be boys, or you guys just figured it out. It doesn't work that way, okay? Uh, the law it's going to come down hard on you. So you take it seriously and you investigate. I'm not saying just because someone's complaining about harassment means you have to immediately jump into action, but you have to investigate. You have to find out what actually happened, ask questions, talk to people, talk to witnesses, talk to the, the person complaining, talk to the person that supposedly is doing the harassment, and try everything possible to come to the conclusion whether the comments are justified and appropriate. If it's true and if you can corroborate that the harassment happened, then you have to take measures. That may mean disciplining someone. That may potentially mean letting someone go. Or it may mean providing training, reminding someone what the expectations are in the workplace. But you can't ignore it. You have to take it seriously. You have to investigate. And once you've investigated, you have to take appropriate measures to fix the problem. Let me uh, slide Matt in here before we take a uh, short break. Matt, how are you? Yeah, good afternoon, gentlemen. Hey, pal, what's uh, what's going on? What's your concern? Yeah, listen, I'm, a, I'm an employer, so I'm calling in behalf of uh, a recent employee that um, came on board with us. He was working at another firm, uh, working uh, straight commission. And when he told his former employer that he was leaving and was giving his two weeks, um, his present employer handed him the door, didn't give him any severance, didn't give him his two weeks. And, of course, we took him on board 
the following day. Um, it wasn't our intent. We were looking for a two-week gap to get tooled up and whatnot. And I wanted to know what kind of um, what was owed this particular individual. He was employed for almost three years with that other firm. So great question, uh, Matt. So, and the answer is quite simple. If he had given them two weeks' notice and they let him go right away, they have to pay him for the two weeks, okay? Not more than that, but they have to pay him for the two weeks. And it's one of those situations that if they don't and if they refuse, for that, he can go and should go to the Ministry of Labor. The Ministry of Labor can help him recover those amounts, whereas in the normal situation, uh, the Ministry of Labor is not a good place for an employee to go to if they lost their jobs. But in, in this particular situation, yes, he can recover the two weeks' pay for, uh, with the help of the Ministry of Labor. That's what they owe him. Anything less is, is, is for them to, to try to avoid paying is silly. So I'm sure you can get it resolved that way. We'll take a, a short one. The number to call through. Still got a few minutes here to get on the show tonight, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on sale. Again, if you haven't used it or just checked it out, it is severancepaycalculator.com. Lots more of the Employment Hour on the way. This is News Talk 980 CKNW. Still some time to call in here, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on cell. Again, it's Lior, L-I-O-R, at employmenthour.com. And if you haven't checked it out yet, severancepaycalculator.com. Find out what you are really owed, what you are entitled to. It is not vaporware. It is not made-up numbers. It is exactly what it should be. So check it out again, severancepaycalculator.com. We were talking about, brother, workplace harassment. Next point is, what should an employee do if he or she is being harassed at work? So if we've exhausted the internal mechanism, we've spoken with HR, we've spoken with the boss, the owner, we asked them to do something and they haven't. Or or maybe, you know what, maybe we can't speak to the owner of the company because it's the owner of the company that's harassing us. Uh, Or maybe there's no HR person. Then at that point, we need to deal with it externally. Once we've exhausted the internal mechanisms, that's when you give me a call. Because at that point, we may be able to treat this harassment as a constructive dismissal. Here's how that works. There's an implied term in all our employment relationships, is, and that is that we're not going to work in an unhealthy work environment. That we're not going to work in a poison work environment. There's a term that we're going to work in a, a respectful, proper, supportive work environment. So guess what? What happens when the, the employment relationship becomes sour and poisoned? Well, the terms of employment have changed. That means we can potentially treat our employment as being terminated. That's a constructive dismissal. Leave with severance. So if you're the victim of harassment, if you try to resolve the issue and and you can't, you now have potentially the option to get out of there, to get out of that unhealthy and poisoned environment with compensation, with full severance. That's why I say don't just suffer in peace. Don't just be there every day wondering if, if, if... you know, how, how it's going to be and have this impact your health and go on a disability leave. But let's just get you out of there. Let's get you the full severance that you're owed, get you out of there so you can find another job where you're being treated better. So that's what, those are the remedies. And it's very important that you don't just suffer and take it because it's going to impact your health. I've seen it hundreds of times, John. Ends up turning into a medical condition after a while. You don't want that at all. Terrible idea. No, no, your yeah. family deserves better. We'll get to uh, Mark here on the line. Hey, Mark, good evening. Yeah, I was just um, phoning in about, um, I got laid off back in February, and I was supposed to get called back, and they didn't, so I sent in a request from the uh, labor relations to get severance in that, and then they offered me $3,100, and um, I, I, I said okay, but I didn't sign anything, 
and they deposited that directly into my account. I was just wondering if they owe me more or am I just out of luck. Okay, so let's break this down, Mark. How long did you work there for? I worked there for just a month under three years. Okay, so let's just call it three years. And what kind of a job, Mark? What were you doing? Uh, as a gas fitter, so I was okay. working in customers' homes. Okay, were you a part of a union? No. Okay, good. And, and how old are you, Mark? I'm um, 52. So, yeah, so uh, unless you were uh, making uh, a few hundred bucks uh, a month, uh, which I'm, I'm sure you weren't, someone in your situation would be owed right around six months' pay, okay? Six months' pay. So uh, wh- what were you earning approximately a year, ballpark? Uh, around 56. Well, they so 56, my math is not aw- awesome, but I'm going to say six months, about $28,000. That's slightly more than 3100 so, so the good news is, okay, we still may be able to do something about it. I know that, that the Ministry of Labor, uh, Labor Board were involved. That's okay. I want you to give me a call because this is nonsense, $3,100. This is what they were hoping you would do. Uh, go to the, the Labor Board so they could get you three weeks pay. Nonsense. You're owed five to six months pay easily. So I want to talk to you after the weekend, Mark. Let's resolve it. It could be as simple as a letter from me that get, gets this done and gets this resolved. Okay, great. Sound good, Mark? Here is the number, 604-283-3123. That's Lior's number, by the way, 604-283-3123. A couple more points as we talk about workplace harassment. So um, I guess with everything else that we talk about, uh, whether it be you know coming down on you for poor work performance or otherwise, always have documentation, especially when harassment is happening, yeah? Man, that's so important, John. Document, yeah. document, document. The thing is about harassment, if, if you're co-workers harassing your bosses harassing you guess what if you call them on it they're not just going to put up their hand and say yes shucks we did it you got us right that's not going to happen they're likely going to say no no we never did anything wrong everything was fine so you have to find ways to document one way i like is is what i call the the return email method which is if someone says something that's inappropriate uh, inappropriate or mistreats you send them an email send them an email confirming what just happened so confirming that during lunch you, you were saying these things to me or I just wanted to remind you that that's not appropriate. Find a way to email at the same time, around around the same time, so and create that record. That's one way. Another way may be having a journal uh, where you keep dates in terms of what happened or maybe s- send an email to HR telling HR what happened uh, during the lunch break. Again, keep way to document it, some some contemporaneous notes, records, documents that help corroborate what just happened. If you do that, man, you're going to be in a great position to uh, to deal with it, either in terms of going to HR or getting yourself out of that uh, poison work environment with compensation. So documenting, John, is key here. Pretty much done for another week. And closing, you want to get a hold of Lior, I suggest you do. It is very simple. A bunch of different ways. The phone number is 604-283-3123. The email is Lior, L-I-O-R, at employmenthour.com. You can always go to VancouverEmploymentLawyers.ca. And as we've mentioned several times tonight, and we will do for the rest of time as we do this show, SeverancePayCalculator.com could be possibly the most uh, interesting and most uh, necessary tool you ever have in your tablet or your phone. Again, severancepaycalculator.com. Until next time, this has been the Employment Hour right here News Talk 980 CKNW. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 
CKNW. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.